It's back, it's in person, and it's better than ever. The 10th Annapolis Film Festival opens up on Thursday, March 31st, and runs through Sunday, April 3rd, with more than 70 films to make you cry, to make you laugh, to make you question, and to make you think. Over the next few days, we're going to be talking to writers, directors, and producers about the films that they're going to be bringing to Annapolis. Tickets and passes are on sale now at annapolisfilmfestival.org, so go get them. But first... Have a listen to this. Joining us on the phone tonight is John Patton Ford, who is the writer and the director of a spotlight film coming up at the Annapolis Film Festival called Emily the Criminal. It is premiering Saturday, April 2nd at 8 p.m. at Maryland Hall. And you want to make sure you're there for this one because this is a pretty amazing film. You know, welcome, John, and thank you very much for your time tonight. And thank you for bringing Emily the Criminal to Annapolis. I'm excited for it. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Well, this film actually stars Aubrey Plaza, who uh, we last saw, uh, not in person, but we last saw her here with uh, Ingrid Goes West at the Annapolis Film Festival probably about three years ago. I'm in a COVID state of mind that the last two years are kind of a fog. (laughs) They don't exist in my mind anymore, I think. How, How many films have you done? This is my first feature. I've worked before this as a writer, as a screenwriter, and I've also made a lot of short films and some commercials and a couple of music videos, a couple of little docs. But this is my first feature film. Well, c- well, congratulations. And this premiered actually at Sundance, didn't it, this year? It did. It did. No, no, no. Was Sundance virtual this year? I know everybody went virtual last year for the most part. Yeah, it did go virtual this year. And it, it kind of happened at the last minute. Uh, I think it was like like mid-January. I mean, it was like maybe two weeks before the festival. They decided to... Oh. Well, Annapolis Annapolis is well aware of that because I know in 2020, uh, I think we shut down maybe 10 days or nine days before the -hmm. festival was set to go. And I remember Lee and Patty, the directors, were just like, oh, my gosh. And they they had to throw together some kind of a a virtual thing. Now, so does that mean that we are one of the very first to see this on the big screen here in Annapolis? You know, you will be the first. Wow. I've actually never seen it uh, in a theater full of people. Ever. that's exciting that's really cool <laughs> that, yeah. is, that, that yeah. is that is awesome well the story basically is aubrey plaza who is a i must say down and under but i mean she's dealing with all sorts of debt from school debt and everything else and mm-hmm. gets involved in credit card schemes and scamming people out of money and it's you know has some comic areas comic points of it as well but it also is some a little bit of darkness there as well right yeah, I mean, it's really just a thriller. It has Aubrey Plaza in it, but it's not a comedy. It doesn't really fall back on the previous sort of stuff that she's done. It's kind of someone you're familiar with doing a really unfamiliar thing, if that makes any sense. No, no, it does. And that's really intriguing when you sit there and you see somebody that's out of their their realm. Um, you know, I, I, I like to think about like um, Gomer Pyle or uh, Jim Neighbors. You know, you, you know him in one certain character or something like sure. that. And, he, you know. That guy sings like that. Oh my word! You know, go, go figure, go figure, go figure. So when when was uh, Emily the Criminal filmed? Was that filmed during COVID or was that filmed? It was. Wow, how tough was that? I mean, God, that's such a long story. It's such a long story of how COVID impacted this entire experience. But it was it was tricky. I mean, first off, we closed the financing for the movie in March of 2020. 
so I finally got the money to make a feature film and then a worldwide pandemic hit. It really felt like, I mean, I've been trying for 10 years. You're going to throw a pandemic at me now? Like, come on. Uh, and we finally, we've, we had to wait a year because of the pandemic. We finally shot in August of 2021. So it was past August. Congratulations on getting it done, but boy, what a gut punch that had to be. And, and you know, the third week in, in March to. Oh my God, that was unreal. And it was just this like purgatory for a year. We were constantly two months away from filming and we'd get closer to the start date and then we'd have to like pack it up and move again because there'd be a surge or there'd be some concern, uh, you know, from the financiers about COVID and whatever. And it was like, I had been trying for so long. So my entire adult life basically to get a film made and then to finally be so close and I could almost touch it, but it was just out of my reach for, right. It felt like forever. And of course that entire time, I didn't know if it would come together ever. I was, it's not like I had the hindsight of, of now. I didn't know if it would ever happen. That's, that's true. Well, I'll tell you as, as the writer of this, I mean, how long has Emily, the criminal been brewing in your mind? I mean, how did this all come about for you? It's a great question. I think, uh, I've been thinking about it for a while, but I wrote a first draft, I think in 2017. So was five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, some of it's pretty, you know, prescient then, I guess at that point, because you've got, you know, she's trying to figure out how to, to make a living, mm-hmm. cover expenses, cover bills in a gig economy, which, you know, gosh, back in 2017 was probably just on the cusp of coming out. I mean, now, I mean, now it's, you know, everybody's doing it, it seems. And, um, you know, just trying to figure out how to make ends meet. And you've got some really good characters in here that, um, you know, that she gets connected up with. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I think a lot of it is just L.A. I've lived in L.A. for about 15 years and I came here as an outsider and I was initially very struck by the people who live here. It's not necessarily what I'd seen before in movies. You know, most movies that takes place that take place in Los Angeles are like all like white people in Santa Monica or it's all like Mexican gangsters in Boyle Heights, which is equally kind of unfair. And then, or it's all like in South central, like it feels very monolithic and very kind of, it's just not real. It's not the reality of it. The reality is that it's an incredibly diverse place throughout. And there are all of these pockets of the population who I never see in movies. So a lot of the casting, a lot of the faces, a lot of the people in it sort of reflect my experience of, are you going to be attending the Annapolis Film Festival? And again, that's on March 31st through April 4th, coming up in just a couple of days, actually. But will you be coming out east for this? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be there. That's awesome. Are you going to be on any panels, do you know? Or, uh, or I know they're trying yeah. to put them all together, so. Uh, I know for sure that I'll be at my own screening to do a Q&A. And then on uh, Sunday, I think I'm going to be part of a director's panel. Or it won't just be me, it'll be me and then I think a handful of others. Right. Uh, which should be fun. Right. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, you've had a lot of experience in, I mean, you've been in the business for quite some time. And so you've had a lot of experience with festivals and whatnot, but as a director and a writer, um, and, and well, this is your first feature, but what, what do you hope to get out of a festival? I mean, what do you like to see in your audiences? Oh, that's a great question. What do I hope to get out of it? I mean, I hope to see how an audience reacts to it and learn from that reaction. I think that's what I hope for. Uh, making a movie is an incredibly bizarre psychological experience when it's all said and done. I mean, imagine it for a moment. Imagine that you write something by yourself on your computer with no one else around. It's completely your own idea. And then you go out there in the world and you execute that thing. You make the film, you make it happen. And then, you know, a year later, you're in a dark movie theater with like 300 people or 
more. I'll be in San Francisco with 1,400 people in three weeks. And they all watch this thing that you made up in your head. And they're all reacting to something that's really just a reflection of your own interiority. When you, the filmmaker, are in that audience watching other people react, you are experiencing something that so few human beings ever get to experience. And that is a live audience just reacting to something that you thought of and made up. And they're reacting to you. You're seeing how people react to you and your ideas. It's surreal. And it's also an incredible learning experience. You suddenly get this momentous objectivity about yourself. You suddenly go, oh, that's who I am. That's what people think of this. And that's what people think. Wow, I didn't know. It's uh, it's hard to quantify it. And anyway, I'm hoping to get a little dose of that kind of thrilling, you know, objectivity, I guess. Well, I, I don't personally have a whole lot of experience with film festivals other than the Annapolis Film Festival. And the first one I went to was 10 years ago. I got involved with it. And, uh -huh. um, you know, I had, you know, I had no idea what the hell the shirts was. I mean, they, they did a, a precursor to the film festival. Hey, we're having a shorts crawl. It was sort of a bar crawl where they showed shorts to sort of tease it up. And I'm like, yeah. I show up in my shorts. I'm like, okay, so now what? You know, hey. you know, it was, you know, I had no idea what it was. And and honestly, to go see a film for me was a way to kill time. It was a way to kill two or three hours and entertain them. You might laugh. I might cry. I might, you know, be sad or I might whatever. But I mean, there was never really any discussion or thought. And, that, and, and as soon as that first year of the Annapolis Film Festival, I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I mean, we're in line. We're talking with people. Oh, did you see Emily the Criminal? Oh, my gosh. You've got to see that. You've got, you know, um, and you're discussing what it is, what it meant and everything else. And that was just something brand new to me. And I think it's just so exciting. And what I found over the last decade that this film festival has done, especially the eight years in person, but it's been that the audience is very, very involved. I mean, they want to know about this. There's a lot of curiosity here in Annapolis, which probably will feed right into what you're looking for when you get here. Man, I can't wait. I've been to Annapolis like once before. It was a long time ago, like 20 years ago until a wedding there. Yeah. When I was a, just a kid, and uh, I remember it being really gorgeous. I remember seeing like a lot of people jogging. It's just, yeah, it's like oh, this is like um, there there there's some there are military people here. Yeah, yeah, it's quite, probably quite the Naval shape. Academy guys. All the all yeah. everybody that's in shape running around. Not me. I'm the I'm like the one that's in round shape that runs around, <laughs> runs around there. But um, I'm curious. I mean, I know that a lot of the music industry is they write songs not necessarily to get on the billboard top 40 or, you know, the Grammys or whatever, but I mean, they're looking to maybe write a song that Netflix will pick up for a, a series that they're developing, or maybe I'm looking to do this on YouTube or whatever. Is that, is that similar with films today? I mean, are you creating films for specific platforms or is the goal for a filmmaker um, theater release Oscar? I think it depends on the filmmaker and depends on the movie. I mean, there's certainly movies where from the get-go, they're like, this is award season kind of bait, you know? Uh, in our case, this is a pretty small movie. The budget was under $2 million. Um, stars Arby Plaza, who's a name, but it's, yeah. it's not like the biggest name that there is. So our, our goal was just like, let's just try to make something really good and make it well. And perhaps it'll find its audience. I think the real hope was Sundance, although none of us said that out loud. That's kind of the ultimate target you could hit with a movie of this scale and a movie of this kind so those were our goals um well it seems like it was well received at sundance and um i don't know how you feel about rotten tomatoes but it's got 92 percent on there and that ain't too shabby either, either as yeah, well we'll say it's funny i'm like the king of like 
dunking on Rotten Tomatoes, but now I, I can't really say anything bad about them because they're <laughs> so kind to me. I'm like, well, I guess I have to change my perspective on this. Um, it's good to be able to be seeing films on the big screen once again after a two-year hiatus. And oh my I, God. I would certainly say with everything that we're seeing on the small screen currently in, you know, going on around the world and everything else, uh, this will be a very nice respite for four days to get off of the small screen and the doom scrolling and everything else that's going on in the world that we don't want to know about and sort of lose ourselves in a whole bunch of different movies and films at the Annapolis Film Festival there. What What is the plans after the film festival? Obviously, you're on the film festival circuit, and you said you were going to be in San Francisco um, in two or three weeks. We we're in Annapolis, mm-hmm. you know, in a couple of days. What What's the where Where's the film going to go after this? Oh man, let's see. Uh, wow, where's it going to be? Uh, Annapolis, uh, San Francisco. Um, it's going to be in Minneapolis. It's going to be hopefully somewhere in New York. I feel like I'm leaving something out here. There are a handful of domestic festivals uh, where the, uh, the movie is going to play, but it comes out in theaters on, we think probably Labor Day, either late, late August or Labor Day. So we have kind of a narrow window of time in which to play at a handful of festivals. Awesome. Oh, so so you, do have a theater, you do have a theater release in the future. That's awesome. Yeah, we do. So it's coming out. Uh, it, I think we're starting on 400 screens. Um, and then we're hoping to kind of increase from there. That's not a wide release exactly, but it's not a small release either. And then it's going to kind of like SVOD in the fall, which means like online rentals. And then it's going to go to streaming, I think November, December. And I'm not quite sure what streaming service it's going to live on. Uh, but I have a pretty good idea. Um, okay. So, you know, it's sort of a one step at a time. Well, congrats. Congratulations. Well, again, we're talking with John Patton Ford, who is the writer and the director of Emily, the criminal, which is a spotlight film at the Annapolis film festival. Uh, it is going to show on Saturday, April 2nd at 8 PM at Maryland hall. This is one film that you don't want to miss. Uh, Maryland hall actually is a, has a great theater in the main theater. They've got about 680 seats, very comfortable, great sound. Um, and I know that I talked to somebody in last time we did it in person and they said, oh, it was just great to sit in the back and just sort of listen and observe before they got into the whole Q&A to see how the audience was reacting to everything. And it's, uh, I, you know, I, as being the first one on the big screen for you, it's probably going to be, uh, be be pretty cool to sit there and see how people are reacting. Because, I mean, obviously you can't do can't get into somebody's living room as they're watching it <laughs> it's streamed through Sundance. No, no. That's no, funny. There's something like somewhere like eight or 9,000 people saw it at Sundance and I did not get to interact with a single one of them. They were all in their homes watching it on their laptops. You know, and so I got, I, I got to, I got to say, we've done that two years here and, and it sucks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> as, as much yes. as they try, it just, it's just, it's no, it's no good. It's, it's, worse. it's a stopgap measure, but I mean, there is nothing that compares to seeing it uh, on the big screen. What's up next for you, John? Are you, do you have another film in the works or are you, I mean, obviously we're going to be promoting this and, you know, bringing this all over the world, but are you working on something else? Do you have any ideas in the, a, a handful of things. Uh, there's something new that I'm writing that, uh, that I'd like to direct. There's also sort of a historical project, a true story that I like a lot that I think I might take out as a pitch, which just means I won't write it on my own time. I'll go pitch it somewhere and try to get paid to write it. Uh, and then there, there are a host of other things. There's a movie 
that I wrote a number of years ago that I didn't think I could ever do. Uh, I, the rights ended up with someone else and I sort of thought it was gone. And now it's kind of coming back around. There's a possibility that I might actually make that. Uh, we're not sure yet. And it's in the early days, but it could happen. So there are a handful of things. There's also like TV stuff in the mix. I don't know. My head is spinning. Ever since right. Sundance, I, I've had like I've, I've had something like almost 85 general meetings at this point. So there are a lot of a lot of things that I'm trying un, to keep un, track un, of. Un, understandable. You've got a lot of balls juggling up in the air yeah. as well. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, it sounds like you've got an exciting couple of years ahead of you and uh you know congratulations on this being your first feature film i'm thrilled that it's a spotlight here at the annapolis film festival uh tickets and passes are on sale at the annapolis film festival right now you want to go to annapolisfilmfestival.org for passes and tickets i get them now passes are starting to sell out so you want to get a pass get it now and I am looking forward to meeting you on, if not earlier, but on Saturday the 2nd, anyhow. And I will make sure that I stop and say hello and introduce myself. And again, congratulations. I mean, I think this is uh, wonderful. I'm thrilled that we are going to be the first audience to be able to see it on a big screen as opposed to a little uh, you know, a little 52-inch screen or something like that. You said you moved out to L.A. Are you, are you still in L.A. right now? Yeah. No, I've, I've, I've been here for like 15 years. This is very much kind of where I live now. Um, safe travels out east from L.A. I appreciate your Thanks. time tonight. Congratulations on Emily the Criminal. Again, Saturday, April 2nd, 8 p.m., Maryland Hall at the Main Theater. And John Patton Ford, who is the writer and director, will be here answering your questions at the end of the film as well as uh, out on a panel. So... Thank you very much for what you've created for us and I look forward to seeing it. Thank you, man. You can see all the stars as you walk down Hollywood Boulevard. Again, the 10th Annapolis Film Festival kicks off on Thursday, March 31st. Passes are on sale, and that is the way to go if you are seeing more than just a few movies. But they also have individual tickets as well. AnnapolisFilmFestival.org is where you want to go. It's the best four days in Annapolis, and you can be sure you'll see me at the movies.